Welcome, happy Monday. It is the Healing She Got Faith show, and it is still February, so happy Love Month, happy Black History Month, and we are back with another guest, y'all. This is our third guest for the month, and I am so excited because she found me on social media. We connected, and y'all, I cannot wait to tell y'all about her business. So without further ado, everybody, please help me welcome Miss Alana. Hey! Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, and welcome. We're so excited to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, and so we have such a great show for you all. So as you all know, we have been doing the month of love and so just falling in love with ourselves so with this episode which is episode 15 can y'all believe it we're 15 episodes in we are actually going to be talking about love and our love for health and so miss alana has an amazing testimony about how she got to where she got to what her business is bringing to the community so we are definitely going to talk about that but before we get that um Miss Alana, tell us who you are, how you doing. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am Elena Dillard. I am out of Detroit, Michigan. I am a Detroit sister, born and bred. I am happily married to a Prince Charming, Damon Dillard Sr. Because they're hey. a junior. Uh, I have one bonus son, two daughters, and I think we have eight grandchildren total so yeah we got we got a bunch of them from about 16 to six months so yeah (laughs) here in columbus i do have a couple of degrees in business i'm i'm pretty organized so my degrees fit with my personality yes yes and I'm, i'm happy to be here i'm happy to talk to you guys and happy to see what my love card is yes yes and i'm sorry i've been pronouncing your name wrong i'm sorry that's all right that's <laughs> so all right. our first guest all the time <laughs> so it's elena yes, okay yes. so yes. my first guest for February, her name was spelled the same way but it was alana so i was just naturally so i'm sorry but elena elena yeah. So yes, Miss Elena, y'all. So y'all already know we're gonna have Miss Elena pick an affirmation card, and we are picking from the self-love deck. Let's so yes, tell me how to break this up and which card to pick for you. You know what? Just pick card number seven. That's my number. Okay. I like that seven. She already <laughs> knows. That's my okay. number. totally agree with that um it's difficult to do mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when you in the middle of something sad or you know mm-hmm. you're angry about something you're confused about something it's difficult to do mm-hmm. but you always still have to you know i liken it to when they talk about the stewardess and things like that yeah you gotta take care of yourself first and yeah. you do you know, even if, if you broke as a joke, you know, you still got to make time to look, okay, I'm going to light this candle and sit here and just smell it, you know. Yep. Turn on the radio and I'm going to just listen to this song. I'm gonna, you know, you, you got to find some happiness. Yeah, in yeah. In every aspect, something that's just for you. Exactly. You know, a, a picture, a, a piece of candy, you know, you might go to Toffee Faye, if that's your brand, go to CBS and get you a box and I'm going to just sit back and I'm going to just eat my Toffee Faye, you know, whatever. So I definitely believe in that. I, I definitely encourage that. And I, I think it's needed. 
I yeah. think too often we sacrifice ourselves or sacrifice mm-hmm. our, our needs because that's, mm-hmm. that's not a want. That's a need. And we sacrifice that trying to take care of other people. So it, yeah. it, it resonates with me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And here, here again, when she got faith, our life code is love you the way you love the world. So, And that's something that we practice here. Like so many times we're giving ourselves, especially like us in social service, the social service industry, like we're constantly giving ourselves to other people and we're constantly like just putting ourselves out there. So like when I started this organization, it was based on that, like, you know, stop neglecting yourself for the world because we need like we are the world, you know, like we're we're that, you know, and we get so wrapped up in mom, wife, social worker, teacher, pastor, like whatever it is, we get so wrapped up in that when in reality, like we were all human first. That's right. That's right. We're all human first. So that so number seven was just for you. <laughs> so I'm laughing because I picked yours and you see yours is so simple. But look at mine. Why do I have a whole paragraph? You sure do. Come on now. You got a whole novel. <laughs> okay. Look, that had to do me like that. Okay. Oh, my goodness. The Caterpillar. In you has reached the end of its journey. You've crawled a considerable amount. As beautiful as a perceived end result, there must be a process of undergoing metaphor. I can never say this word. Metamorphosis. <laughs> so even consider the accessibility to your wings. Reframe from labels that may cloud or detour the benefit of such process. After grounding in a safe environment, access the shadows, isolate and shed layers and begin to digest ineffective aspects of the old self. Emerge in celebration to the commencement of this moment. Spread your wings, admire this victory of overcoming the self, and now is your time to fly. But that's for you. That was for me. That was for me. So one of so when I first started healing, she got faith. One of the there was a quote that somebody had told me years ago at a conference that would, and I think it was a woman empowerment conference. And it was like if you ever wanna really study change or understand change, you study the life of a butterfly. Because it goes from, you know, a caterpillar to the cocoon to the butterfly. And really, I think I changed it because I really think the quote went, if you really want to know about change, ask a butterfly. But obviously, I can't go and ask a butterfly. So I was like, you research it. (laughs) But I'm also a social worker, so I'm big into the research. So I'm like, you got to research that. You can't ask a butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) So so, um, so in my logo, I have butterflies. And I do think the the lifestyle the life it like the life of a butterfly is so beautiful because it does literally morph into something different and this was definitely for me because I definitely feel like I have my wings now and I actually just wrote a blog today which is coming out tomorrow it's been almost a year since I wrote my blog but that's because I wrote a book last year but we're back writing (laughs) so but I talked about when I turned 30 um how it was such a pivotal moment for me like because I felt like there was so much change and so much going on and this says it after grounding in a safe environment access the shadows isolate shed layers and begin to digest in effective aspects of the old self that's exactly what I did I packed up from my hometown and went and lived somewhere else and I was in a cocoon and then when I was ready, I came back. Right. And now I feel like I'm living in my full potential. And I do feel like I am that butterfly that was once a caterpillar. So, yes, mm-hmm. I, this resonated. These were for us. And you right. saw me. I literally just shuffled these right before yes. we got on air. So yes. we did not pick. We did not plan mm-hmm. that. We did not mm-hmm. pick that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, and I think. Both of those actually go hand in hand because I think unconditional love and just embracing your old self to your new self goes hand in hand. And I know that's part of your testimony with you coming into your business and then just awakening. So I'm very, very excited to actually get to that point. I know we got a few more things to do before we get to that point, but I do want to say that um, to the audience, like, 
you know, as we move forward in this month and we continue to meet our guests and we continue to meet people and as we continue to go on this healing journey, you know, there is a such thing as just giving ourselves grace because our old selves didn't know what they didn't know, but we know now and we just have to embrace it. Sometimes we have to go back to that older version of us and say, you know what, it was okay. You didn't know. Right. You didn't know. It's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yes. I got you now. I got you. I got you. We done grew. We're butterflies now. <laughs> Please, are we cute? We're cute. We're beautiful. So, That's yes. Right. So, that was our introduction. So, y'all know we about to go take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of grief. Yes. All right. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. This is Lily. She Got Faith. And you are listening to us on Total Entertainment Radio. It's Monday. Can y'all believe February is almost over at this point? No, it's yes. crazy. Yes. So you're our third guest. So that means we're in our third week of February. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your introduction. If y'all watched the replay on YouTube, she has my colors on, she is looking fabulous. Yes, thank you, thank you. So, here comes the hard question the million dollar question. Yes, um. So you are on our segment, Grief Beyond Death, which simply means we bring people from the community to come in because this organization is based around grief. However, we do not base grief off of only death. If that is your story, that's perfectly fine. But we also look at grief as, you know, losing a house, losing a relationship, even missing our old selves or like, you know, during the pandemic, our kids did not get to go to school so they were grieving school so whatever grief is to you that's what we want you to speak on so if it is lose if it is death you know that's perfectly fine but our million dollar question that we ask everybody is describe a time that you were grieving and how did it shape you to who you are today oh wow um when i think about the, the biggest grief of me or for me, um, physically, it would definitely be my grandfather. Uh, I've been blessed that I haven't had a lot of losses in my life. I have a small family, but I haven't had a lot of losses. My grandfather passed right before, well, right as COVID was hitting. Mm. Well, it wasn't from COVID, but he was 93. Oh, wow. So oh, He lived a life. I know, so I shouldn't. I shouldn't have been selfish. <laughs> I shouldn't have been angry with God. You know, yeah. I wasn't angry because he had been through a lot. Yeah, um, he had recently had a stroke. He had actually went through um, a couple of years before that, getting his. Um, um, it was supposed to be his ankle, but it wound up being up to his knee amputated because he was a diabetic. And so he had been through some health challenges. Yeah. So it was happy. It was good to see him at peace. Uh, but I, I wasn't ready. And, and it was so much happening with um, COVID at the time. Like literally we were at the wake and the funeral directors came in and they're like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. We sitting there like, I mean, it's the wake. So he's here. He's dead. We already got you. I'm sorry. You got to check. What are you saying you're sorry about? And at that time he handed us a letter and we we had no clue what it could be. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and it says by order of the governor, there can only be, we were told at, at first that there could be 25 people there by order of the governor, there could be 10 people there. What? You talking about somebody 93, almost 94. Yeah. So it was like salt in a wound. <laughs> it was like, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very, very hard. So, you know, getting past that was not easy. Yeah. Uh, I wound up having 20 deaths that year, not mm -hmm. all from COVID, but yes, right. from March, the end of March, we literally buried my grandfather on Good Friday. Wow. And, and I didn't know, little known fact, you can't 
bury somebody. Well, we had the service on Good Friday. You can't bury on Good Friday. Did you know that? We did. I had no idea. So that means we had to go back and peel the Band-Aid off on Monday to bury them. What? So why would they even let you have? Okay. Well, the funeral was at the funeral home because right. everything was closed. So, but you know, the funeral home was still running, and the good thing was they were able to stream it. So, good thing because a lot of older people and then with COVID and things like that, they couldn't travel. So that was great. But yeah, we had to like redo that. And then how about the day after we buried him? My great uncle passed. Wow. My grandmother lost her husband one day or buried him one day and then lost her last sibling, only brother. And he was actually my birthday twin. Really? So it was a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. But, you know, I have been a single mom. Um, My mom was a single mom for some time. My grandmother was a single mom. You know, it happens. Saying that to say, we've been taught to just keep going. Yeah, yeah. To just keep going, you do what you have to do. I am lucky and blessed that I don't have little kids anymore. My my children Mm -hmm. grow, but I learned a few years ago to still take care of me. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I had lost me raising my kids, Mm -hmm. and ironically, I realized it joining Facebook. Okay, because social media got answers. Well, here's the thing. When I went to put up a profile picture, I didn't have a picture of just me. Mm. Every picture I had was with my kids. Wow. Every picture, I I had pictures of them by themselves, but I had no pictures of just me. So you mm. talk, and I like pictures. I like to take pictures. I like to be in pictures. I think yeah. So we don't think you know. <laughs> at that point, I'm at church, like this is a cute dress, get me. You know, <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't have pictures by myself. I had lost me raising my children. Yeah. And I I was like, I, I'm never gonna do that to me again. I'm never gonna lose me and forget about me. I'm never gonna not take care of me. Yeah. You know, I, I, I sacrificed and I did what I, I needed to do as a mom. I owed that to my children when I had them. The situation was different. Yes, I was married, but the bottom line is that was my commitment to them. Yeah. I had to reveal my part of the that I was supposed to do. But, you know, at the same time, I didn't have to totally lose me. And so I had to figure out how to kind of infiltrate me (laughs) back into my life. Right. right. So that I am, I was not only present, but I was present, you know? Facts. Facts. Yes. Man, I'm like intrigued. And when like you watch this back on YouTube, you're gonna see my mouth like just open. Like <laughs> I'm intrigued, and I say that because I'm single, no kids, but me just being completely transparent, what has scared me into being able to like really see myself as a mom is I a lot all of my friends are married with kids okay. or they have kids and like but so many women that I meet who are mothers have that story. They lost themselves as a mom. They lost themselves. Or I have like cousins that have kids and they don't have no friends. It's just them and the kids. And I'm like, as a single woman, I'm like, yeah, during the pandemic, I got dogs and I just felt like it was me and my dogs. And I was going crazy. Like I was like, I love my dogs, but you know, it's only it's only so much that they can do for me. But yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so it's like having that conversation with women and it's always like, well, we're moms. And when you become a mom, you understand like, it's, you know, when you become a mom, you just kind of sacrifice everything. But I say all that to say I had a mother who was like that. And it wasn't until the end of her life that she really started to really feel who she was which is why we were so angry when she died because it was like dang like she she like Stella was just getting her girl back what you mean <laughs> exactly exactly yes 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 so I'm yes. so glad you brought that up because I do think that falls into like that being healthy because I, I look at health as a holistic view not just the physical and I do think you know for mothers out there that are listening to this and for single women like me who hope to one day have that family, you know, your kids will always be your pride and joy. And they're, they're such a blessing, but like always remembering you owe it to yourself 
like you said, to take care of yourself, take pictures of yourself. And I know like, like my dad passed away in 07 and we didn't really have cell phones back then. So okay. like, I really don't have a lot of pictures of him. And then when my mom passed away, I felt like I was just recycling the same pictures. So like now I'm real big, like just take pictures of everything. Like just right. whatever it is, like just snap a photo of it. Cause that's right. there's going to be a time where that's all you have. That's right. That's all you have to look back. So I'm really, really grateful that you brought that up. Like one, I want to send my condolences to you and your family. That's a lot mm -hmm. to handle during a pandemic. And that's very just weird for the government to do that. I mean, I have my issues with these systems in place, but that's another story. Right, right. But right. to just, you know, we've lost the simple human aspect of life. Like, mm -hmm. I understand mm -hmm. it's a pandemic, but you don't tell me the day of how many people I can do it? Like, we we fighting. I don't care yeah. who's fighting. Okay? <laughs> we were stunned. We were just like, and then we start counting people. You know, we're like, how do we, huh? It was just, then look, here I go, the, the business and me. Why are they going to give us a discount since they can't accommodate? I mean, it's okay. 6,000, but we going to have 10. Is there a discount for that? I mean, I, it was, yeah, it, it was, none of it was happy thoughts at that point. We were yeah. all to address it and digest it. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just, um, I was just talking to one of my mentors today about how we don't have a system in this country for grief, right? We don't, and there isn't a system for grief. We're not taught about grief. So unless you have like people like me that have dedicated their life to figuring out this thing called grief, Unless you know people like that, you don't, you kind of, like you said, just keep moving forward, just keep going on. Like, we know people die, we know things happen, and you keep moving on. But, like, we don't actually get taught, like, what grief does to us. So, in that moment, I'm just imagining if I was you, like, I'm already hurt. I'm already under stress because doing a funeral is stressful. And then you telling me this, like, okay. From a human perspective, I can understand there's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. But from a business perspective, you don't tell somebody the day of without any other like accommodations or anything. Well, and then this was the end of March. Easter fell early that year. It did, yeah. Yep, yeah, it was the end of March. So we still didn't know what this was. Exactly. So how about get do you one better? My nice two-year-old grandmother is there. We're sitting there in masks and gloves and we, we can't hug her. Wow. Because we don't know what this thing is. Exactly. Well, it was a it was a total and my grandmother now even still doesn't remember a lot of it. I mean, she like for real that happened, you was over this or that. And we believe that her body held her in shock to be able to tolerate it. Yeah. But that's what we believe because she just really does not remember stuff. And I mean, she forgets stuff, but no. <laughs> yeah. You should know that, but she, yeah. So we believe that that's how her mind helped her to cope. Yeah. Just kind of placing her in a shot, you know, and now we'll talk about it. And she's like, really? But she wasn't, I guess, mentally there. Right. Which grief does that too. So like there's a correlation with like our emotions and with grief and how it manifests into our physical, right? And so we're not taught that. So yeah, it's it makes perfect sense as her body would go into shock one for survival and two to get through it. Like because a lot of people don't know like grief is strong enough to kill us. Yes. Grief is like yeah. People die from grief alone. Like the yeah. heartbreak is real. The emptiness is real. So yeah. when you sit here and try to survive that, like me doing my mom's funeral was total hell. Like, and I had an older sister, but she had planned my dad's funeral. She was like, I can't do it. And then my brother was um, involved in the accident with my mom. So he was still very sick. So it, yeah. it did fall onto me. And while I did have a support system, at the end of the day, it fell on me as to mm, everything so that happened. Thank you. Yeah. And, it, and it was, and I spoke at my mom's funeral. I don't even really remember speaking, but I spoke. Right, right. I, right. I, you know, I did so much. And even now that I'm in therapy, like trying to re, like replay the funeral, right. it gets very hard because right. it's like, 
did it like you said did it happen but again right. it's your body going into that shock of like okay we just got to get through we just got to right. get to the next moment right. so on top of like going back to what we said at the beginning on top of being part of that culture you just move forward your body naturally is in survival mode yes yes so yeah i i i totally get that so i just in my perfect world we will no grief we will understand it and we will properly be able to treat ourselves yes, as yes, as we need to grieve so yes. you know thank you so much for sharing that i know it takes a lot to share about your grief but you know i talk about grief all day every day and so i love that my guests come on the show and really tell their story and it just so happens like y'all each tell such a unique grieving story that i just know my audience is like Lisa, not crazy. She be knowing what she be talking about. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not crazy, but yeah. it is. It goes back into research, and it goes back into really knowing yourself. And I think that self love, because I always, after going through what I went through, I've been through a lot of death, deaths in my life. Um, grief brings out everything we hide. So all that insecurity, all that self doubt. Grief brings it up. Like, I don't know how it does it, but right. everything that you suppressed is now up. up. So now yes. you ain't got no choice but to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, yes, I really appreciate you sharing that. I know it's not easy, but, you know, we're sending you love. We're sending your family love. And, you know, we're always here. So, yeah, I know that was a little heavy. So we're going to take a little break. But when we come back... We are going to talk about that loving, like being in love with that healthy lifestyle and like what does that mean? So make sure you come back because we about to give flowers to ourselves, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. It is Monday. We are Still in episode 15. I cannot believe we are here. We have our beautiful guest here. And, and y'all, it's Monday. So happy Monday. I love telling y'all that. <laughs> I love telling y'all that because we make Monday so ugly, but I'm here to make it yeah, beautiful. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, Miss Elena, tell us about your company. Tell us about your testimony. We we want to hear about you. All right. Well, I, you know, if you've ever been to a, for me, it's a lot of events, like baby showers, bridal showers, even birthday parties, mm -hmm. um, or people will organize some. I'm an organizational freak. I'm not creative. I'm an organizer. But oftentimes I see something and I'm like, mm, I would have did it like this. I did it like, you know, I would have added this. Did this. You know, to myself or the person I'm with, not to anybody else, not to criticize, not to down. But what I found was, well, why don't you quit talking about it and do it then? Ooh. Mm. Quit talking about it and be about it. I and I also decided, my husband and I, we were walking. Sometimes we'll walk, especially in the spring, summer when you can in Michigan. <laughs> and I said, you know, I want to make a difference. I want to leave a legacy. I want, you know, my mother and I were talking about it today. She said, you want that dash between your birth and your death to mean something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I do. That's exactly it. And so it was like, what can I do? How can I do this? And I thought back to being a Girl Scout or being a mom of Girl Scouts or, you know, helping out in schools and different things like that, or being a, a Eastern Star member and different things and how you would have volunteer work. Yeah. You give back. And it's like, okay, let, let me do that. I, yeah. I can. So it literally was just like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I literally okay. like, like how do I get an LLC? How do I? Yes. <laughs> and so I just went through and started making the moves. But last year, I mean, we had like four Christmas events. We had two couples events. We had, um, we helped with Capuchin Soup Kitchen, Earthworks Urban Farm, Salvation Army. There were uh, four events with Focus Hope. 
I, I was able to make a difference. I was able to make an impact. Mm. I was able to give back. And for me, a lot of it came from as well people, you know, my girlfriends or family saying, girl, you always got good advice or you always got a resource for this or you can always help with that. So it was trying to make sure I could help other people with that as well. Yeah. A lot of people think of healthy just being eating healthy and eating a bunch of salads and lettuce, but it's a lot of rich people who's still killing themselves. Yeah. It's not all about healthy eating. It's about mental. It's about physical state. It's about some things that we can't control, emotional, financial. Mm-hmm. If you have a bunch of money, you can't spend it all. You can't, you, you can't. You can't take it with you, but you can't spend it all either. If you spend it all today, then you're broke tomorrow. that's the the truth you know so it was like what can I do to help people be the best them they can be and that's my motto be the best you be true to you and and be the best you that you can be do you be the best you be true to you that's my motto and you know because it's in whatever way if you know you a shopaholic we'll work on it come on what you need me to do you need me to hold your credit cards you need me to put them in my freezer because if they ain't yours you throwing them out right so you need me to put them in my freezer what what you need me to do you want me to help you i mean i'm i'm definitely one who still will help people more than i help myself so if i'm your accountability partner and and i'm helping you to walk a mile every day I'm going to walk a mile every day because I'm helping you walk a mile every exactly. day. Exactly. What do you want me to do? So I just wanted to think of different ways for people to be healthy. Um, with my couples, I had two free couples events. And those events were gauged and, and positioned towards them having healthy communication. Oh, that's so good. You know what I'm that saying? is so good. You know what I'm saying? Disagreeing, not arguing, not fighting, but disagreeing in a healthy manner. Right. You really can't say, okay, okay, I, I still don't agree, but I get it. I can compromise, you know, mm-hmm. or I can see where you might have thought that, you know, just to be able to open up and talk to each other. Um, you know, our events that we do, our volunteer events, every time we leave our events, the people are saying, the people are saying thank you, which is great. But the people that are working with me are like, man, I feel good. I mean, yeah. we're geek to be a Salvation Army. Like, uh-uh, we made a thousand sandwiches. <laughs> put us on the wall. We on the thousand wall. I mean, we were serious. And I was right there taking, come on, y'all, come on. Uh-uh, Take them pictures. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the little things. A thousand sandwiches, along with all the food that we helped prep, actually fed most of Salvation Army's uh, Southeastern Michigan for about three days. That's what wow. the wow. So even though I didn't have the money to feed the people, even though I wasn't physically out there, I had my hand in making a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. So I just look for ways to do just that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think Thank you. I like... I think being able to look at a problem and say, here's a solution, because a lot of times we want the answer, but we don't want the solution. Because the thing about it is a lot of us want handouts. And I say us, too, because I've been in that position, too. Like, I didn't want I didn't want the solution. I just want you to give me the answer. I was going to take it. And we right. Like, fine. Okay. Right. right. But. There's so much beauty in getting into that, right? So, like you said, healthy communication. I mean, and this generation is so is so needed. Like, I, I talk a lot about unspoken expectations, which goes into healthy communication. But I also come from a family where we didn't have healthy communication. So, me trying to be the one to be like, okay, like I'm trying to understand, you. and I'm quick to be like, I hear you. I don't agree with you, but I hear you. Right, right. You know, I'm quick to be like that, like. I, you know, I'm not 100% on board, but I, I can get your perspective. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I'm in the position right now where, like, I don't tell people that they're wrong. Because right. I understand their perspective is different. That's right. You that's know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Be, yeah. And, you know, and I, I think I struggle with that, too, because I am that person. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I tell people about my past, I do get that. Well, that wasn't normal. I can't believe your mom let you do that. I, and it's just like, whoa, 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 relax. 
<laughs> it was normal in my house. <laughs> and that's and that's how I tell people I think we have to get out of what's normal because I think a lot of us we don't normal is so black and white. And if we're being realistic, who has a black and white life? Like there's always some type of something going on. And so with me being vulnerable and telling people, and I do, and I have to tell people that too, like if I'm opening up and telling you, don't say something like that because that's going to make me shut down. Yeah. Because I'm being vulnerable and I want you to understand what I'm saying, but also I don't want to be judged. That's right. Believe me, I've judged myself enough. That's right. I've been hard on myself enough. So now I'm at the stage in my life where I'm giving myself grace. That's right. I'm nurturing little Lisa because big Lisa is now is now at a place where like, okay, I get it. Right. I I get how little Lisa grew up. Like when I first yeah. Yeah. Like when I first started this radio station, 15-year-old Lisa wanted to be a DJ, wanted to be on the radio. Well, here we are, 30-year-old Lisa is on the radio. So I feel like literally that first episode, I felt like 15-year-old Lisa and 30-year-old Lisa like met each other and it was phenomenal because I felt like I got the chance to tell 15 year old Lisa like you did amazing that's right you you did your thing you know you you know it wasn't about immaturity but you were an adolescent growing up that's right you know you were phasing out we learn about it in basic psychology the stages of life right and it all plays a point so when you talk about health you're right most people think don't eat cheeseburgers. Don't eat candy. Don't eat sugar. You right. know, when I also, like we were talking about earlier, your emotional affects your physical. So you can be eating the healthiest of the healthiest, but if your heart isn't right, your body is still going to react. I have someone right now who they're going through a tough time, but they are, um, you know, now they're having anxiety and they're, you know, feeling this. And I'm like, you do realize that's just, you know, your mental and emotional mm-hmm. manifesting physically. You know, as soon as you can get a grasp of that and handle that and still do what you're supposed to do, drink your water, eat your food, get your rest, still yeah. do what you have to do to take care of you, you'll be all right. This yeah. too will pass. Yeah, it will. And it's not to it's not to negate it. It's not to say it doesn't exist. It's not, you know, cool or shut up, get over it. But it's just to say, how can you deal with it? You know, exactly. for me, I take a nap. If something really bothers me, I'll be like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just maybe eat some French fries. I'm yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> you know, when <laughs> I'm like, yeah, or I'm gonna have something to satisfy me. You know. Yeah. But, let me go to sleep, and now it's over. And I've literally been that way since I was like sixteen. This, oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. So we're gonna take a real quick break. But when we come back, I do want to finish this conversation about just small little uh, acts of self care because I want to tell y'all what I do. Okay, so we'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> And we are back. You are listening to the Healing She Got Fake show on Total Entertainment Radio. This is Lily. And we have Miss Elena on here. Mrs. One Healthy You. Okay. So <laughs> if you missed it, you missed half the show and it was a good one. So you're going to have to catch the replay. Okay. But before we went on break, you talked about like taking a nap. So when I was really, really grieving, like when I mean that, like just in the middle of my grief, couldn't figure out anything. One of the things that I have realized, and honestly, my audience is probably, I'm going to tell you one thing. My audience is probably tired of me talking about 15 and 30 year old Lisa meeting and what I'm about to tell y'all because I tell it all the time because it's just so relevant. But um, I really started to see the importance, the importance of drinking water. And it was so, it was so simple, but you know, we've grown up, well, I don't know if you have, but I know in my community, we're like, people just don't drink water. Like they, like me to people, I don't drink water. And it's like, what? Like how you don't drink water? But I can't say nothing. I used to be that person. But as I got older, I realized what dehydration does to us and how it affects our mental. And, you know, a lot of times we're feeling the way we feel because we're dehydrated. And so when I couldn't get out of bed, when I couldn't stomach anything, when I couldn't do certain things, 
water saved my freaking life. Like water was the one thing that I knew I could drink and it would still keep me alive. And I think I told my therapist, I'm going to stop saying, I think I know, I know that it's important. Like we, we have studies that show how many days a human can go without water, how many days a human can go without food. And really we can go without food for quite a bit, but water, we right. cannot do that. Right. So I, I I say that to say finding self-care acts that don't cost money that you can use in your everyday life. It might be taking a walk, taking a nap, drinking water, journaling, calling a friend, um, putting your credit cards in the freezer. It might be little self-care acts that you do not have to spend money on because at the end of the day, like a lot of us go broke trying to prove our self-love to ourselves. And we don't have to, y'all. Like, we do not have to go broke for us or nobody else. Like, we can do everyday things. <laughs> I'm not. And, and will not. That's and right. will not. Yeah. I learned about water at 16. Mm. Here's why. I was probably one of the only babies. I'm not, I'm exaggerating, but I was probably one of the only babies. I had a dermatologist. I had raggedy eczema skin. Uh, I had asthma. So I was in the hospital a lot. That's what my mama say. I was there, but I don't remember that. Uh, So I had a lot of asthma attacks. I had issues. I had a little bit of hair, right? No, I had hair around here, but no hair in the top. It was really yeah. yeah, so I was about nine months old. <laughs> I, I had to go through some kinks, okay? <laughs> so by the time I got 16, I was tired of having what I call carpet skin. Like literally across my forehead mm-hmm. was like carpet. And I was tired of it. And I went to a dermatologist. Well, again, because my mother always took me, but it was me like, I got to put on this cream and that cream and I would would be too lazy. And so, but you know, 16, hey, hey, they said I could date. (laughs) The boys is cute. I want to be cute. So I love it. Yeah. The dermatologist told me, he said, you don't drink enough water. Stop drinking juice and pop and you'll be fine. Kid you not. It was like the magic potion. I kid you not. I stopped drinking juice and and eating like oranges. Oranges are one of my favorites. I stopped eating acidic stuff and drinking acidic stuff. And voila. And so I still have issues and breakouts, mostly with stress. Um, But that's what it taught me. So from 16 to now 48. Because you look good, girl. You look good. Thank you. I don't drink a lot of um, pop or juice. It, I literally drink it like on holidays, like people drink liquor. You know, it, it'll be like, oh, let me have some of that pop. Let me have, my husband drink, be drinking a pop. I'm like, let me get a sweet. Let me just take. And I'm like an old person. Now. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> burning, you know, but yeah, I haven't had it in so long. I might drink juice if I'm at a restaurant for yeah. breakfast, but it taught me like, whoa. And so now as I'm a little older, I notice, ladies, that dark eye. One day I woke up, I called my aunt who loves makeup. She's great with makeup. This is not my doing. I have to call somebody. But I got an aunt who can do this you. on the phone. Thank you. And so I called my aunt. I was like, I woke up looking like a slave (laughs) and it was during COVID. So she was like, what? Send me a picture. And I was telling her it was like so dark here. And she didn't really have an excuse other uh, a reason other than, you know, we use some concealer, this, that, that, this. Well, I thought about it. Something happened. Thank you, Jesus. And I said, let me drink some more water. Mm. I got my water in and I have like three half gallon jugs that I drink that's got the words on it and everything. And I got that water. I got my sleep. And literally like the next day I start, I was like, oh, okay. Cause your body was talking to you. Your body was talking to you. And people don't see, I, t- I be telling y'all, that's why I'm glad I bring guests. I be telling y'all, y'all, our bodies will talk to us. And so I, now I will, if I get up in the morning, I'll be like, Oh, I'm drinking water today. <laughs> yeah, I, and, like honestly, I don't care what these doctors say. I don't care what Westernized culture says. Our bodies will talk to us. Yes, 
Absolutely. And you, you just got to listen. It's just like a good friend. It's like a confidant. It's like you just got to listen. If somebody's telling you don't jump, don't do this. Well, then you got to listen. Don't jump. Be all wet. Your weave is busted. The alligator that bit your toe off. You the studge. Don't, don't get. Girl, I'm all jacked up. I told you don't jump. I've been there. I told you not to do it. Yeah, did that? Why? Why you think I'm over here on crutches now? I told you, don't jump. I swear. You know. I swear. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. We gonna take one more break, and when we come back, Mrs. One Healthy U is gonna tell us what she got going on and promote her business, y'all. You don't so want to miss back. it. You don't want to miss don't it. Don't want to miss it. So come back. Yes. And we are back on the healing. She got faith show, and I'm so sad because we're wrapping up. I can't believe the time is already here. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, so tell us, you know, some events you got going on. So I'm gonna just put in a plug. Me and Miss Elena are gonna meet in April because I'm going out to Detroit. I'll meet her and my team at Total Entertainment. So I'm super excited about that. So I'll be looking out for the pictures because they are they gonna be all over the gram. That's right. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be doing it for the gram. Yes. 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 <laughs> So, yes, tell us about what you got going on. Well, at the end of April, I will have my Mother's Day event. I actually have, shameless plug, I actually have a flyer right here. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you send that to me. Yes, yes. I actually have my first Mother's Day luncheon that I will be hosting. And let me say this. This luncheon is going to be used to generate funds for our back to school giveaway in August, our Thanksgiving dinners giveaway, which is of course gonna be in November, and then Christmas gifts in December. We were able to do some of all of that last year, but I didn't know what I knew now. Okay. <laughs> so now I am a nonprofit, and now I am looking for assistance so that it's not totally coming from me and we'll be able to help more people. So with our Mother's Day luncheon, we do have tickets. They are available. They're $30 if you're buying one. If you're buying more than one, they're $25 a piece. If you're buying at the same time, it's going to be at Vassal's uh, Banquet Hall, which anybody who knows Vassal's knows the food is slamming. <laughs> So it's going to be at Vassals. It's going to be on April the 30th from 12 until 3. There will be live local entertainment, vendors on spot. Your lunch, of course, is provided. And there are like some serious raffles, okay? Yes. We have self-pays. We have self-care baskets. We have um, also uh, a charcuterie board. We have, we have a basket of books. We have, which those are for the little ones, you know. So, you know, sometimes mamas just can't get away and they still want to, you know. So it's a basket of books. Um, we have a lot of different things that are available. The biggest thing I'm looking for now are sponsors. We do okay. need sponsors. We do need people who would like to even advertise their business in our booklet. We will have a souvenir booklet. So you can check me out on my website or email me at www.mrsonehealthyu.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy to remember. There's no dot there, just MRS, MRS the number one, healthyyou.com. Or you can check me out on Facebook or Instagram, and that is at the number one, healthy underscore not the dash underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I love the visuals. Because <laughs> I used to always be like, wait, you talking about the one in the middle or the one, you know, so it's one healthy underscore you on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm happy to answer any questions, any DMs. Um, I'm happy to answer them and I'm happy to receive any donations. <laughs> yes. So with all the information, it will be in the show notes for the replays and um, be looking out on my Instagram because I'm definitely going to provide uh, Mrs. One Healthy You information and tag, you know, tag you also, all my audience. Um, the show notes will be in the replay episode and then I'll be posting on social media. So if y'all have any questions about it, um, she is located in Detroit. But as my audience and as I have a lot of business owners, 
Um, please reach out to put your business in her booklet and please reach out as a sponsor. Um, Healing She Got Faith will definitely be doing both. So definitely know that. Um, so yeah. So is there anything else you want us to know about you? Because unfortunately we're coming down to our last couple of minutes of the show. This was a dream that I had six years ago. And I really had forgot about the dream until I went to do it. And I said, oh my God. Full circle. Full circle. So I just want everybody to know that I am doing this as what was given to me, but also to help others. And I want you to be able to help others as well. Please, please, please take care of you. Please, please, please don't ignore that small voice. Please, please, please find a way to take care of you and do what's best for you. And from Mrs. One Healthy You, remember, do you be the best you. Yes, I love it. I don't even have to ask her for the quote because she already did it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank, so, you. thank you so much. You are welcome back anytime. I cannot wait to meet you in person. Yes. April. yes. So you are welcome anytime you have our full support with anything. So we hope you enjoyed it. Please come back. Please keep yes. us updated. Let yes. us know. Yes. what is all going on and yes. make sure you tell everybody to listen to the healing she got face show every monday so Absolutely. <laughs> i'm gonna be blowing it up i'll be like follow her yeah follow her <laughs> follow us follow each other now yeah so yes thank you so much for being here and i really cannot wait to see the success of your business, of your events. I'm such a huge fan and we just met each other. Shout out to social media because I swear I've been needing some gems over social media. Aww. So awesome. definitely I appreciate you. And thank for you. all of my listeners, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming weekly. Shout out to Total Entertainment Radio, my team there. And yeah, we're going to catch y'all next Monday. Always remember to love you the way you love the world. And have a great rest of your Monday. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.